0: Girl, Your Journey Starts Here, focuses on helping women in business master their mental health. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepherd, this podcast presents the best content on businesses, self-development, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation, no matter where you are in your life.
1: Hello, and welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Olivia B. Shepherd, your transformation and business coach. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast, where I am dedicated to the empowerment of women and discussing real issues that affect us all. This podcast presents the best content on mental health, self development, and self care, not to mention real talk. So let's jump right into today's topic, the importance of having a mentor or a coach. Now, of course, I told you all that I'm dedicating the, this month's podcast to all of the ladies that I admire in business that I follow online. And since it's Women's Month, I wanted to bring a couple of the ladies on just so that you all can admire them as well. And today, what better topic, the importance of having a mentor or a coach to bring on my coach, my YouTube strategist, because some, if you you all don't know. I also have a YouTube channel as well. So Simone Redman was my is my actual YouTube coach. Simone Redman is an online video strategist and business coach based in Atlanta, Georgia. She has helped over four hundred and seventy-five women get started with their YouTube channel this year. She has been featured in Voyage ATL Magazine, Flourish Media Conference, and the Rise of the 1% Podcast. Because of her passion for helping other women succeed, she was able to create a five-figure business within four months. Okay, now see, if that does not make you want to have her as your YouTube strategist and coach, I don't know what will. So without further ado, Miss Simone Redman.
2: Hi, good afternoon. Well, it is afternoon right now, but my name is Samo Redmond. I am a YouTube marketing strategist as well as a business coach. And I teach women entrepreneurs how to grow their business online by utilizing the power of YouTube and also sharing with them how to scale their business to their very first five figures. So it's something that I'm definitely passionate about. I love doing it. And um, just really seeing everybody's testimonials and results really does, you know, inspire me to keep going.
1: Like I am like we were talking before the show started. I am one Mm -hmm. of her clients and Simone has coached me. So the reason for the podcast today is the importance of having a mentor or coach. So explain to them why you think that we should have a mentor or a coach and kind of go into details about the pricing, because that's big, that's the biggest reason why people don't mm-hmm. like to get coaches when they know that they need them. Then I'll go into my experience on how I felt about it as well. And then we can go from there. So okay. to explain to them,
2: what's the importance
1: of having a mentor or a coach?
2: Okay. Well, I I honestly feel like there is a definite need to have a coach or a mentor, you know, whatever it is that you decide to get, but you definitely need somebody who's within the same space that you're in or somebody who is knowledgeable in a particular subject that can help you get to the next level. So I have several coaches, several mentors and I ask them at least at least once a week, hey, I, I need help with this or I'm not understanding this. You know, let me, let me text you because most of them, I have their phone number. Let me text you. Let me ask you, what is your stance on this? How do you feel about this? Do you think this is the right direction for me to go? And it's really good to have that guidance from someone who has either made more income than you or has more, you know. I guess you could say stats or numbers. It's always great to have that because that person can guide you in the direction that is needed for you to have that success. They could teach you things that you didn't even know to help you have more success. So I think it's really important. And you know, that's one of the things as we're moving into pricing, that's one of the things that most people don't really want to invest in because of the investment and the price of that. But my thing is, and for me, and I, you know, some people have children, I don't have children yet, but my thing is I'm always looking to invest into something, whether it is a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether it's another course, something that's going to help me get to the next level to where I want to go. And I don't, I don't look at the pricing as a challenge or saying, oh, I can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. I look at the price and say, okay, what bill is not going to get paid today? That's how I look at it, because my thing is these bills are going to come around forever, 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 every single month. But my thing is this coaching can help me be able to pay for that one specific bill, you know, for a lifetime. So it's kind of like what type of sacrifices are you willing to make to be able to have that that coach that you're wanting to have or to be able to learn from that one specific person because it does take a sacrifice. And I think that's why a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners are kind of lost because they don't want to invest, but yet they're going to continue to try to do it on their own. And it's going to take forever for you to get to that process, wherever you want to be. And that's who I was. I Mm -hmm.
1: of course have been coaching only. I I like to say now what two, three months full time. Mm -hmm that I've been doing it and my biggest thing was what am I going to get out of this what bill does need to be paid how am if I'm going to spend the $4,500 or $2,000 on a coach I need to get something out of it Mm I mean my biggest thing is return on investment because being in the housekeeping business I can go buy a $500 vacuum cleaner and then the next day by the grace of God seems like every time I've ever spent that kind of money a client will come through for that amount or more. Mm -hmm. So I actually will see it come back. So I would buy the $500 vacuum cleaner because I know for a fact, even if I don't get it that day, I will make that money back. I'll see. And then I'll actually see what my results are. Mm -hmm. So when it was time for me to purchase, you know, I hate to say purchase a coach, but (laughs) become, you know, get a coach. I, I did one for business and one for YouTube, which, you know, was you. And I was just like, "Well, how can both of these people help me get to where I need to be?" But funny, you kind of went into the things that my other coach was going into. We first started off with the packaging, your mindset, all of these things too, which were the things that you went into. And I like to say that I'm not coachable because it's the teacher in me. I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like to say that I don't like to listen to people because I do think I know. Right. Them. That's just right. in me, you know? Right. I think I know everything I can figure, and if I don't think I know everything, I can figure it out. Right. That's my biggest thing. Right. But I learned after now seeing the results of my YouTube channel mm-hmm. that I didn't know anything about YouTube Buddy. I didn't know anything about the hashtags. I didn't know anything about, you know, looking into the directory and seeing what comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just put a title out there and just keep going, you know? So I didn't yep. Any of that stuff that I thought I knew, but if I didn't have you, I wouldn't have been able to do it. You know, now those views are my, you know, not great views, but they're better than the three that I had. (laughs) <laughs> you right. Know, you know, the three views that I had. on I got right. like forty-five right. videos. And I got three views a piece. You know. Right. And now on right. one video, like I said, on my new video, I got like one hundred and ninety views. You know, oh, and I, this is my very first time. I'm like, oh my god! Remember, I called you the other day. Like we talked. Yes. How did I get the first views? Yes. Okay. yes. I the next day, and I looked at my YouTube, and there it goes. There was 190 views. And I'm like, okay, yay. It so I wanted to tell my audience that when you are afraid to invest in a coach or a mentor, you're missing out because we don't know everything. There are mm-hmm. things that, like I said, I would have never know, heard of YouTube buddy. Like, I would have never known what it was. I, I, I've never even heard of that thing, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's such a great program, but I would have never heard it if I hadn't got you. So, mm-hmm. for those of you who are on the fence about it and you're on the fence about the pricing, so when we're talking about the pricing, tell them how you help them with the pricing, you mm-hmm. know, like your payment plan, um, how you set that up, but mm-hmm. also. Tell them the value of spending that money with you because I now know the value of it. I didn't know at right. first before I decided to hire you, you know, to be mm-hmm. my coach. But now mm-hmm. I know the value of having spent that money and, and mm-hmm. my return on investment is starting to show. Yes. My view. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know, just let them know about how they break down the prices. It's the mindset of the pricing. It you is. know, because we think that okay, Lord, like, I use I use a credit card. <laughs> you know, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, credit cards. Well, for right. the girl who doesn't have credit cards, who has, and I don't, and one thing I don't like is when I hear some coaches like, well, you need to sell this, or you need, no, you don't. Stop mm-hmm. If you can't afford a coach, don't get one, don't go into debt doing it. Exactly. But for the person that can, you can afford to get one, you mm-hmm. do have a credit card, tell them the payment plans that you set them up on mm-hmm. and
2: how the return of investment will right. pay off right afterwards. Right, so with my payment plans for any type of program, I sit there and say, okay, well, you know, for instance, right now I have a course and we're doing like a live course right now, a live YouTube course. And that course is priced at $597. And then I also have it to where you are paying three monthly payments of $199. And the reason why I have the payment plans is because I know that not everybody is going to be able to purchase a $600 course outright, especially right now, because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Hopefully it will be over soon, but we're in the middle of a pandemic most people cannot do that. They don't have just $600 lying around. They're already depleting their savings, things like that. So I make it to where the payment plan is something that people can do. Something that people can say, okay, well maybe if I cut out my coffee consumption, going to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts every day, I will be able to afford this. And the reason why I put payment plans and make it to where if somebody just contacts me, emails me and say, hey, listen, I wanna start, but I have this amount. Can we work something out? I will do that because that lets me know that you are really determined and you're ready to go ahead and say, I need to learn from you. I'm ready. I trust you, things like that. Because I had a coach who did that to me. Her program was $4,500 and I paid $450 over a span of 10 months. But what I also told her, I said, well, listen, at the time with my Wells Fargo account, I could not spend more than $500 in a day at that time with my account. I said, well here's what we can do. I said, so that I can still survive, is it possible for us to do 25 years every two weeks until that last payment? And she said, Absolutely. Because my thing is if somebody's gonna come to you and say, I can do this, but this is how it will have to be, but I still wanna participate, I'm not gonna hesitate at all because that lets me know that you are interested, you're you are ready you're determined and you really are going to get a good amount of value from the courses or the coaching programs that I have set aside. Because my thing is, I love to teach. I love to teach people. I love to educate people. I love to show them things that they have never seen, never heard of, new strategies, things like that. And it's gonna be so value packed that you won't know that initially until you get in. Yeah. You won't know how determined a coach or anybody could be that's willing to help you. Oh, OK, well, you're specifically struggling with this. OK, let me show you something related to your niche um, specifically. And this is what I do for my students now inside of my YouTube course, because they're like, OK, well, how will I work this with my niche? OK, cool. I found something for you the other day. I meant to tell you about it. Let me go ahead and email it to you, send it over so that you know, you so you can get this good value. So it's, it's more than just me teaching. It's more of truly being able to build that relationship with my students so that when they are, you know, they're struggling with something, all they have to do is simply reach out. And I am literally a text message, a phone call, an email away. I am there because my thing is, I want my students to know that I am always going to be here to help you, whether we're paying, you know, whether you're paying me or not, I'm still going to help you because... We built that relationship throughout that entire process. So that's why it's, you know, the value is so great, but you will never see that if you're still kind of hesitant on the pricing exactly. and not really knowing what's going to happen.
1: And that's what most, you know, like I said, a lot of us get hang up on that. We got hung mm-hmm. up on that pricing part and not getting that in return. Like I said, I could spend money on a vacuum cleaner, I could see it come back. You're mm-hmm. thinking, how will I see this come back? I don't. I'm not making the money. I think a lot of us think that we need to make the money back, mm-hmm. but we're not getting the value. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that I think that's what people get, you know, hung up on. Like, yep. well, am I going to make my if I spend forty five hundred dollars on this coach, am I going to make forty five hundred dollars back? Exactly, it's not going to work like that. You know, exactly. and I had to learn that. You mm-hmm. know, but since you are the YouTube strategist, mm-hmm. what about the woman that's coming to you that? like myself sometimes, too, that thinks, well, my little YouTube channel Mm -hmm. has three subscribers. How am I going to be able to make this YouTube, this grand YouTube like you have? And you do spend tons of um, time telling us that, okay, I started with this many subscribers, Mm -hmm. but I still was able to get to where I'm at now. So for Mm -hmm. the woman that says, I really want to start, I only have three subscribers, and not to mention also tell them how you, you, and not that you look bad or anything, but you don't spend a ton of time putting on makeup, you know, getting your hair all done. How I used to, if you go back and look at some of my older videos, I literally in makeup, like a drag queen, Mm -hmm. you know, like trying to be cute, trying to look the part, but you have come to us and said, you know, Hey, this is how, I," I mean, you literally do a video and I, for one time, don't even focus on your hair or your shirt or anything. I just focus on the content. Mm -hmm. So for the woman that's, you know, discouraged, how will you be able to help her Mm -hmm. go from three to many of thousands of, you know, subscribers
2: and views, you know, through your coaching? So one thing that we do focus on in the coaching is like you said, I let people know where I started because you see all of these people on YouTube now, who have, you know, been in the game for a while. Their video editing has become better. Their video content creation has become better. They're using all these fancy cameras, blah, 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 blah. And here I am recording videos. I have two cell phones. One is working. One is actually just for a camera because it was my older iPhone. I'm sitting here, you know, creating content in my living room with my little two photo shoot lights or softbox lights, my tripod and my iPhone 7 Plus camera. And I make it work. Exactly. I make it work because my thing is I'm more about the value, not oh well, how does my video look? Oh, okay, well, I don't have that DSLR camera. That's eight hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, I can't I can't create content until I get my camera. Oh no, like don't don't get me wrong. The camera is coming, but I let people know with YouTube everybody starts at zero. There's always humble beginnings on YouTube. What you're seeing now is tons of years, months, days of implementing, learning new things, discovering new things. Oh, okay, well, let me try to do that edit in my video to make it a little bit better. You know, it's, it's like the showcase, I guess you could say. Like, this is what people see. It's kind of like, oh, this is Hollywood, but you don't know what's going on behind Hollywood, all the work and the, the work that everybody has done. So I always try to keep my videos on my channel as simple as possible. And the reason why I do that, yes, there are some edits that I do. I do make, you know, the thumbnails look better, but I always try to make my videos as simple as possible because I want the person who's looking at that video to say, oh, well, if she's doing that, then I can do it. I can work with what I have. I have a phone. I have natural sunlight. I have windows in my apartment or in my house. I can create videos right now and that's what i want people to understand yes you can invest in yourself and become better but when you look at these videos from all these bloggers and fashion bu- gurus and things like that it makes you feel some type of way yeah it makes you feel inadequate and that's what i don't want my subscribers and my clients to feel when they're creating their videos just like with with makeup and everything i have never been a makeup person And my wedding is coming up, I am afraid, because I don't really know how to do makeup. So I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. (laughs) Like the biggest day of my life is coming, and I do not know what to do because all i know is how to do my eyebrows i do my eyebrows myself i mm-hmm. put on lip stain i know how to put on lip. i know how to do all that i know mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. eyeline, but i don't use all of it because it's not necessary you don't need all those- you need lashes girl you don't need no no need it. yes girl, no right. you don't you really don't and that that's another thing people are like oh well, i don't look great i don't do this exactly. listen girl i will put on my lip stain we're gonna call it a day like that's it like honestly if you look at my videos because the lighting looks so good i have minimal minimal makeup on and you would still be like well dang she looks good like you would never know it's a full face like my coach like one of my coaches she she does put on a full face of makeup before she goes and do videos because that's just her to me i don't have time to spend 30 minutes in front of the front of the mirror trying to make myself look good before i create a video i don't have time Time is of the essence. My thing is, I want to get my content out to like help transpire and transform the lives of others. Exactly. We don't have time to waste on blush, brushes, Make I, I don't have time. <laughs> I've just, I've just never been that person. And, you know, you know, when I was younger, I would have family members try to force me into being that person. And I'm like, please stop. Yeah. If I am not, if I don't want to wear makeup, don't force me to. And I will never force my students or my clients to do that either. Create your video. You just use natural sunlight. Make yourself comfortable before you decide to say, well, let me put on this face of makeup you know, before I have to or whatever. But I've just never been that person and I don't force my students to be that way either. They
1: do make you feel inadequate because I will go see, I mean, I got my niece is like 20 years old and she just started doing videos and like her videos are so amazing. But then again, she's 20 years old, she can do Mm -hmm. these things. And so then you start Mm -hmm. to watch, we, we start to watch so many people and we think that our videos, but that's why I like, your videos because they're just straight to the point. That's why they're so scared to be out there, you know, because they don't know how to be. And lately I've been wearing, I think when I did my 14 days of self-love when I was streaming it, mm-hmm. I literally was in a hat. And I'm like, I'm teaching y'all about self-love. And I had to say to them, like, I know all about self-love. I I, I do practice self-love, but my hair looks great. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing this hat for the next 14 days Okay, okay so My hair looks a little bit bad But I as long as the content, like you said The value Of what mm-hmm. you're giving And I was in a clubhouse room When we were talking about the imposter syndrome Or whatever, and then I We were talking about YouTube, and I was just mentioning mm-hmm. you know, About you, and then About me being on camera, and then I Remember t- telling a woman I was telling the group about, it was a lady That had a really good video but because I'm so mm-hmm. OCD, I kept paying attention to the washcloth she had hanging on the back of her door, mm-hmm. right? It was irritating me because I'm like, please take that thing down. It's tacky. I know it smells bad. Like, I don't want to say, but guess what? Her videos had like over 60 thousand views because nobody cared about that dog that dumb washcloth behind the door but me because I'm OCD and that's my thing mm-hmm. but I used to spend so many times so many so many days trying to get my back to look good yeah you know, my setup so I got in each wall of my my office it's a setup so if I move my desk mm-hmm. it will be set up <laughs> I so much time trying, trying to do that to get that beautiful setup, and then when I first started off, I even went and bought like the screen thingy to hang.
2: Yeah, that. yeah.
1: Like I did all that stuff, and nobody was caring. So that's what I like about your you know videos. You're just straight to the point. You get in and not long. They're just there. They give you what yep. and I like that. And so to the woman that is also discouraged about. What do I say? How do I come up with content? Now I'm mm-hmm. a content queen. I can come up with content, and my life is a content. I like to say because right. I've been through everything. Um, right, you know, I've, I've been through depression and everything else. So I have my whole life as a walking content. But to mm-hmm. the woman that. Wants to talk. Like I have two of my mentees right now. One talks about she's a sex guru. Okay. The other one does IEP for students and parents. Okay. Kids with disabilities. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how to come up with that creative content that will get somebody to watch them. Mm-hmm. So to the discouraged woman who says, I don't know what to come up with. How do I know what to talk about? First, I want to say, if you don't know what to talk about, should that also be a reason why you need a YouTube channel? Because if you don't have content, maybe the YouTube channel or podcast thing isn't for you.
2: Right, right. I mean, I hate to push
1: That's things true. out like that, but maybe if you're having such a hard time, baby girl, this is not for you. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of mm-hmm. us, a lot of times we don't believe that we can't just be out and everybody, everybody does not have to be on YouTube, okay? Right. Everybody does not have to be doing... Because still, I'm still, still trying to get reels down on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't have to do it. But to the woman that has... Who wants to do this, she knows this is for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have content. What do you say to her?
2: I would tell her to just really take the time to understand. Like, if it's a specific niche that you know and you're passionate about, I want you to think of the questions that you would ask when you were learning more about that niche, okay? Because for me, yes, I I won't say I was forced into YouTube, but it was pretty much I was forced into YouTube. And I was just like, how am I gonna work this platform? What do I need to do? So therefore, the content that I create is based upon the questions that I would ask myself When I got started, well, how do you do a thumbnail? You know, how do you add a description? What are comments? How to get more comments? How to add tags in your videos? How to edit? You know, things like that. And that's why I created the mini course because I was like, these are questions that I'm getting asked all the time. So that is how I come up with, that's one way I come up with the content is think of questions that I would ask myself when I'm learning, trying to learn more because it puts you into your audience's perspective to say, okay, well, I need to know more about this. What questions am I going to ask? Another way that I come up with content on YouTube is like you said earlier, is to use, utilize the YouTube search bar because the YouTube search bar is a search engine, just like Google, but you are seeing these phrases come up or these keywords come up that are based upon what people are searching for already. Those are good ideas. Like you could just type in how to do, you know, one of my favorite examples. I love doing it. How to bake a cake. You type in how to bake a cake. You're going to find all of these search terms that people are searching for. These are search phrases that people are like, I need an answer to. I need to know how to do it. You know, like what are the best books for entrepreneurs? Okay. You could type that in on YouTube. Okay, great. People need to know because if it's popping up on that YouTube search bar, That means people are actively searching for it and you need to create content around it. Those are content ideas. Another way I do it is with the Google keywords or the Google ads planner, Google keyword planner. In this way, you are seeing what's related or what's being searched in Google to say, okay, maybe I can create content around this as well because you may want to, you know, of course, Google is the number one search engine. YouTube is right behind it. So if you're utilizing Google and say, okay, well, you know, let me see what people are searching for. The same process that you can do on YouTube, you can do on Google. Everything that's related to whatever it is that you're searching for are things that people are searching for. This is a great way to get content. And then the last one is just to really ask your audience, ask people, you know, in Facebook groups that are related to your niche, your specific topic, and just ask them, what type of content would you see? What is the thing that you're struggling with? how would you like to learn how to implement this is this and you create content around that. So, I mean, there are tons of ways to find more content out there. It's just people aren't really willing to do it (laughs) because they're like, Oh, well, you know, everybody should come to me and I should just have all the questions, but you don't understand or have all the answers, but you don't understand that you do have to do some work. You got to put yourself out there for those people who are searching and then they find you, love your content, and they're like, "Oh, I'm a subscriber for life. Whatever they do, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna purchase it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." And that's how it happens. But most people aren't really willing to put in the work, and that's why it, it suffers. It's
1: discouraged because they think, which I get a lot of, that the, the that the market is oversaturated. And I used to feel like that because I'm like my husband when I even call myself a transformation because my was like. What kind of coach is that? I can call myself whatever I want because Mm -hmm. this is not like a regulated field, first Mm -hmm. of all. So you can call yourself whatever you want. You could be a strategist. You could be a guru. You know, you can be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. It's not a saturated market because somebody might be telling the exact same thing that you're telling differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I suffer from mental health issues, but there are people who are cutters, you know, who suffer from mental health. So I right. also, I don't cut, you know, so mm-hmm. I can't talk to you about that because I don't understand that. So hence the two different directions that we both go in as mental health mm-hmm. people. You know what I'm right. saying? And so right. that's what a lot of women come to me about, you know, when it comes to the YouTube and being all discouraged and stuff. So, with that being said, we're going to wrap up, but I want you to tell my audience one fun thing about you and also how mm-hmm. excited are you about your wedding coming up during a pandemic? Event. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just tell them something fun about you. Like when you're not YouTubing, and I see, I'm, I follow you, so I see things that you do, mm-hmm. but they can't see you. Um, right. But what, are you do, what do you do when you're not, when you're literally on your downtime, when you're not talking about YouTube stuff, when you're not doing the calls and, 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 and the editing, mm-hmm. what do you like to do for fun? And then tell us a little bit about your wedding that's coming up.
2: Awesome. Okay. Well, let me see. What do I like to do for fun? Well, to be honest, like I literally will sit here. Okay. Well, let me put it this way. They have come out with a Discovery Plus app. When I tell you that app is my absolute favorite app because I love crime shows. I love investigation discovery. It is my favorite channel. I literally just subscribed to a crime podcast yesterday. I was like, Oh, we about to get into this." I, I just love it. It's so interesting. And it all started with, uh, with snapped on oxygen. It all started with that. And then I was just like, oh, People really doing this stuff? Oh my god! <laughs> Stop right there. I can't believe that people don't plan
1: their myrtles correctly. Like my <laughs> was, was was like, oh, like, yes. like, did you know that you left that that disc there, or did you call your mistress and you told her? Like, I'm like, how do y'all not? They're you, not. They're not intelligent. I will give them that. The one episode why are you killing your wife to keep her from getting your money? Yes,
2: it's so crazy. Now, you're not going to spend it because you're in jail. <laughs> yes, so it's one one thing that kind of like, like I won't say threw me off, it shocked me. Now, one thing that most people don't know is that I am a chemistry major. So I was watching a Snapped episode, this lady killed her husband and she had his body in a barrel of acid. I said <laughs> in her chemistry lab at work. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? I was like, she did not get no hydrochloric acid and put this in a barrel, you know? And I was sitting here like, oh snap. So, investigation discovery is like one of my favorite things. Right now, I am literally just now getting into The Crown on Netflix. I'm on season one, it's very interesting. So that's some, you know, stuff that I like to do. And I also like to travel as well. That's like my biggest thing. We literally just came back from Florida on Monday I just like going places, you know, like I love Atlanta. Atlanta's great, but I'm like, I'm sick of looking at Atlanta. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. But yeah, so that, those are things that I like to do in my fun, in my downtime, our wedding. I'm excited about it because it's going to be really small, really intimate. Uh, family, some friends, you know, we're not trying to do it too big because coronavirus is still a real thing out here. And I just don't want the wedding to be the source of an outbreak. So that's why we were going to plan a big wedding. Of course, we've been planning for almost two years now. And I was like, "Up, oh, scrap all that. Yeah. Small wedding, small reception, and just literally just have fun, you know, with our close and immediate family. So I'm excited about it. I have not picked out a dress yet. I have not found flowers. You know, we let go of our wedding planner. So it's just kind of like right now, it's just us. And it's in two months. <laughs> I didn't have a wedding or oh, I didn't have any
1: of it. Mm-hmm. I got married at somebody's house, she was a justice of a peace. Exactly, me, my husband, my son, my mom, and my dad, and exactly. so I like five ships. And, like, and
2: when you partner, realize man, it, those people know, who have small weddings, they stay together
1: longer. Right? See, you sound like my husband because we've been married 16 years, mm-hmm. and I used to say, "Well, we don't have the house. I, you know, I don't. I didn't have a wedding. I want the wedding dress." Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, "Everybody who had a wedding divorce. Yes. Yeah, so I've gotten over that. So it doesn't yeah. matter that you know you have, you know, you don't have. As long as you have pictures with your husband, that's all that matters, you know. And like you said, it's a pandemic. You don't want your party to be the source of an outbreak, you know. Mm-hmm. So you come back and say that you know we were at Simone's wedding and somebody had COVID. Yeah,
2: I got sick from the wedding.
1: Keep it short and sweet, and don't do the flower thing. You ain't got to do all that. You no, know, I not know how aggravating that is. And I'm dealing with a friend right now who had this massive wedding. And now she's going through like a massive breakup after all of that stuff. And I'm like, and I'm telling my, I'm looking at my husband, like, you know
2: what? You know, That's a lot not- of money wasted. Nobody, yeah, money. you know,
1: we, we good. So we are 16 years in, so, you know, is a, a buzz. So before we wrap up and finish, you give them one takeaway from the importance of having mm-hmm. a mentor or a coach if they're just still iffy about it, even Mm -hmm. though they're listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. give them Mm -hmm. one piece of advice before we're done so that, you know, they can literally just get it through their brains that it's okay to have a mentor or a coach. And then also Mm -hmm. tell them what you're offering, where to find you, and how they can get
2: Mm in contact with you. So I would say One of the biggest takeaways that I feel like everybody needs to know about hiring a coach or a mentor is to look at their work before you hire them, okay? And when I say look at their work, look at their presence online. Who have they helped? What results are they getting for themselves before you decide to say, oh, let me go ahead and work with this person because most people do get into that just the very thing they're like oh well they said that they could help me i'm gonna just you know see what they can do but you that person has to have a proven track record And that's something that I make sure that my clients know of like, okay, if I'm gonna show you how to get to a five figure business, I better have the track record. And I do so I can share with you how I did it. And I'm gonna show you how to do that too. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna share with you how to get your first 1000 subscribers. I need to have that track record on YouTube for me to show you what I did. So making sure that they have, they're actually saying what it is that they've done and they can show you how to do it and they've actually achieved it. So that's one of the biggest takeaways as well.
1: You know, and I don't want them to have biased remorse like mm-hmm. I'm having already. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I've just, oh, it sticks in my crawl with the, mm-hmm. the biased remorse. But one more thing that I wanted to put out too, when I was in your course, when I took the course from you and when, we, when you were coaching us, mm-hmm. everybody, it was only two of us that actually did that course. Mm-hmm. Simone still showed up every day like it was 400 people. Mm-hmm. Okay, You showed up, you showed out, you had your slides. You, I mean, you taught us like it was 400 people in your class. Mm-hmm. And I always am forever grateful for that because I did a um, free conference call last week and nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. but I tend to and when I tell you I brought yeah. it I'm like oh I had to pet myself in the back. like damn that was some good information It was. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but now I'm going to package it so they're going to have to pay for it exactly, exactly. but I admired you for that you showed up every single mm-hmm. time that we needed to be on the course we were online together me you and Tanya we were online together but you showed up like it was 400 people mm-hmm. and it was just the two of us That's and it. I so, 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 so am so appreciative uh, of oh, that because wow. it made me think that she knows what she wants to talk about. She knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. and she also believes that she can help us. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about that. You know, you didn't come on there, you didn't even mention that. Well, it's only two of y'all, you know, or anything like that. You were just, you just went with the flow. Hey, you know, it was y'all and what? I'm still, okay. oh, if it was
2: one, we still gonna keep rolling. I
1: so I'm forever grateful, and it showed, you know, so much of who you are as a coach. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm not just saying this because she's my coach. But <laughs> I really admired that because you showed up for your students. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about, you know. And I have buyer's remorse with the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, but now the money I spent with you was well spent, that's you cool. know. So I'm starting to get that back. So if you are all going into the courses and you find out that you it's just you and her, <laughs> don't get discouraged, you know. Don't say, well, she don't have a whole bunch of people here. She does. A whole bunch of people just can't afford it,
2: you know. Right. That's so the thing. Of- and then on top of that, it's a better experience as well because yeah. it's like now i have three students in my course right now because we're doing okay. it live i have more who were interested yeah. they just said and not have the income at the time But you know me and the three yeah. we're rolling <laughs> we're rolling right now
1: when it was just the three of us we were rolling i mean yeah. Every Monday, we did what we need to do. Every Saturday, you, you made sure we had the work done. I mean, you were there, you know, and wow. I was rushing home on Mondays to try to get to, you know, <laughs> so that I could, you know, go ahead and get that done. So mm-hmm. if you are still on the fence about having the importance of having a mentor, Or a coach, I I hope this video, this message, and the only reason I'm saying video because I'm actually looking at Simone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to the podcast, I hope that you, even if it's just not Simone, even if it's not me as your coach as well, but if you are going to get ready to dibble and dabble in the world of coaching, having to hire a coach, I think that this podcast is what you need to listen to because I am forever grateful for Mm -hmm. having as my coach even though it was a youtube strategist course but you also gave us some other things as well Mm -hmm. they're happy about that as well Mm -hmm. so with that being said we are wrapping up we are done tell them where they can find you media um and how they can enroll in your courses when you open them up again okay so and i also have the links in her bio and everything Mm -hmm. um, in the in the podcast notes
2: Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So everybody can find me, of course, on YouTube because I am at youtube.com slash Simone Redmond, S-Y-M-O-N-E. A lot of people like to spell it S-I, but it's not S-Y. And my YouTube course that I am currently doing right now, we are going to be opening it up to everyone within the next four weeks or so, next month or so. And you can join us there at YouTubeStrategyAcademy.com. Um, and that is the name of the course as well. So you will get to learn how to put your, your YouTube channel together, how to really create your content, become more comfortable on camera because that's a big thing for most people. And really learning how to do that research to find the stuff that your audience is searching for and create content around it. And it is a six-week course. You get bonuses, live Q&A every single week. Like It is a... Fantastic course. I love the students that I'm teaching right now. We are having a blast. Um, But yeah, YouTubeStrategyAcademy.com is where you can find it. And I look forward to working with you and hearing from
1: you soon. Well, thank you again, Simone, for gracing my podcast. I am super excited to have interviewed you today. Like I said, I totally admire everything that you're doing. So I really wanted to have you here so that my audience can see coaches need coaches too. They do. Coaches need coaches. I didn't believe that at first, but I actually believe that now. And I haven't yet to stop getting coaches. I'm still a little burnt out from one. Like I said, bias remorse, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'm gonna get over that, and I'm gonna go continue to go on and on because I talked about it a lot during our time together too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, but I was just so I'm so upset.
2: I know. I understand.
1: People, <laughs> and like she said, please watch the people who you want to become your coach. Don't go out there and get that coach because it's the latest fad. I think that's yep. of at times what people do too, because it was the latest thing. And I know a tons of YouTube strategists. I'm talking about tons of people, but I mm. got clients from you, and I was very happy about that. So, that's thank so you all for tuning in to this week's podcast with Miss Simone Redman. And I look forward to spending more time with you all over this next couple of weeks because I, as I explained, this is Women's Month. So I've been interviewing tons of women, um, entrepreneurs, women that I admire and that I love learning from. So thank you for tuning in. And as um, usual, you can catch me wherever you download all of your podcasts, make sure you give us five stars, you know, go like the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. So that you will get all of this goodness. And maybe you can find you a coach out of the podcast this month. Maybe there's a coach here. That's going to be good for you. All right. Until then, I will see you all remember to stay safe and don't get discouraged. Okay. Bye now
0: been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.